Welcome to Rudo Love Podcast, a mini-series of anecdotes and interviews tailored for the inquisitive souls of today. For my first edition of Ooh Ooh Interview, where I ask juicy questions to people that move me, I've invited Keith Delmar to be my first guest. Keith is a New Zealand-based entrepreneur and speaker aiming to bring in the positive. He's run many successful businesses and manages digital projects in the corporate world. Keith's latest project is Pass the Hug. A hug is a numbered pendant recipients may keep or pass on. They're encouraged to write something about receiving their hug on passthehug.com and follow its story as it travels the world. With 100 prototype hugs already circulating, the project will officially launch on Kickstarter in April 2022. Keith joins me now over the airwaves. Hi, Keith. You make this so real, Rudo. This is amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's real. It's so real. 100 uh, prototypes floating around. It's real. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. Such, oh, that's so fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, little steps. Little steps to make it happen. Mm. You know, it all just starts as an idea, and it's really fun to take the idea and make it into a reality and something that I can hold, and I can sit and hold and look at while I talk to you and say, okay, yeah, we did that. Check. Next. How do we, ma how do we well, make it better? How do, what do we do next? Yeah, let's, let's dive into the journey from the idea to the delivery for Pass the Hug. Sure. What's that been like for you? It's been really challenging. Um, so I have lots of ideas. I'm a creative dyslexic has ideas bouncing around all the time. Or at least I used to. Now I have them, but I like I honor them and I put them in their place and I kind of follow my path, which has become a beautiful transition um, for the way my brain works and how I do things has been to say, okay, you got to get this under control because <laughs> you're not going to do anything if you if you don't focus and you, you don't find a, a way that works for you. So um, over two years ago now, I was sitting in my cabin. Um, I think it was before COVID that I had the original idea, but I really, when first COVID came through, I said, okay, I'm gonna make this happen. And I had this idea, I thought, I just wanna write the word hug on a little pendant and I wanna give it away to somebody. Um, mm. But being the person that I am, I and I, I wanted to see how it traveled. I wanted to say, you know, I wanted to give some love to someone and say, okay, here it is. When you're done with it, give it to somebody else. Let's see how far it can go. And then the technical side of me, the digital side of me says, oh, well, how could we track that? And then this, this idea of this hashtag came up. And then, well, what if they each had their own hashtag? And originally I put out a wooden one, a wooden prototype to see if it would work. And it started working. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. Um, and then perfectionism kicked in and that was a problem for me and it still remains a problem but I'm at this point now where I have this thing in my hand where I'm I'm, I'm okay with it I'm like it's made um, there was a lot of aspects of creating it that I had to go through in order to bring it to reality that I didn't expect I would have to deal with such as I had to have a design oh darn I'm not really a designer that's a problem you need to find a designer I hired a designer but the designs that came through, I couldn't use because they didn't, they didn't match the technical specifications of the manufacturing that I was, the type that I was choosing. Everything was too small. The wording was too small. It couldn't be fabricated. Um, now there's lots of different fabrication options. So I had to figure out, oh, you know, this is a whole, you know, 
whole ball of wax here of how this thing's going to be made and how does each one of them have their own hashtag. Mm, um, pardon so the I pun. So I went through this, wax. yeah, this this whole this whole process. Yeah, you could do it out of wax. <laughs> totally. So we could, you know, we could cast them. We could make them out of ceramic. We could make them out of molten metal. We could, you know, make them out of wood. We could CNC them. We could print them. We could, there's a million different ways to do them, but I wanted it, the requirements that I had was that it was super scalable, that I could make thousands and thousands of these at a really low cost and they'd all be individually numbered and they'd look pretty nice and they would last for like ever pretty much. And so what I landed on was stainless steel that's been etched um, and laser engraved and cut out with a laser. So nice. in terms of sustainability as well, like that's really important to me that I wasn't going to make something that was throw away and, mm -hmm. you know, taking resources and stuff. Because making a physical product in general for me is a difficult thing to overcome because I feel like we have everything as long as we have each other and we have love and we, we have all the good stuff in the world. We, you know, I, I'm, I find it difficult to make things, um, to, to, to even sell things. And so, um, this project is challenging on multiple levels for me because, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm, I'm like so many creatives. I don't want to sell anything. I just want to have it there. Hey, I've created this for you. If you're keen, you can buy it on Kickstarter. So yeah, the, the, the journey has been, um, one with many ups and downs of me trying to figure out, um, how I feel about it and how far I want to take it. But when you get down to the crux of the matter, and that's where I am now, like back to the crux of like why I'm doing this. And it's to share some love and kindness with the world, to focus our attention on something good. And mm -hmm. in April, when we kickstart this, um, a large part of the funds are going to go to um, Women's Refuge in Taranaki. Mm -hmm. And I've decided to keep it really local to where I live and um and keep it really meaningful to me i spent my when i was 12 years old i spent christmas at a woman's refuge with my mom and i'll never forget that and i'll never forget what having that available to her meant for her and our family it was huge and so tying it in with a good cause is really vital for this right now because um, i don't really care about the money but at the same time it has to be a business to make it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of business stuff, you know, to, to run this, the logistics of putting these, um, packaging these things up and getting them made and getting them sent out and doing all just the admin of this stuff. It takes so much time that I can't do it. I work full time. I need to be able to hire somebody, which is cool. What, what better thing could be that we could hire somebody to help out doing a project that, that sells these pendants that say hug on them. But then along the edge, it says, create, believe, play, smile, laugh, cry, dance, love, inspire, you know? Oh, so gosh. This is good. Those this are great is, this words. So, um, so this is where I'm at. That's um, six minutes of where the project has taken me and um, the journey I've been on. And it's been, it's been challenging because it's been something like I've never really done before. But I wanted to challenge myself and say, hey, can you take an idea and actually make it a thing? I've done that yeah. before, but not like this. So it's pretty exciting. Right. Yeah. Well, so I've got my hug um, yes. and I've kind of got it in this drawer 
um, is like my precious. Um, what am I going to do with you? I'm like imbuing it with the, the energy of my surroundings, I guess. I'm kind of like um, storing it for something special, which I think is kind of quirky and potentially one way to go about it. But um, when I'm ready to pass the hug and set it free, what's, um, what's the kind of easiest step-by-step process that I should go about doing that? Right. So the, the fun part about this project that excites me, um, because I'm a bit nerdy and dorky and I love those words. Those are just beautiful words to me, the nerdy and dorkiness of myself. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and is that I'm starting to understand how people share these things. And um, what I find out is um, that it's shared really meaningfully. So when they're, when they're passed on, there's like a lot of meaning behind that. It's not just mm. frugally just shared with anybody on the street. Um, like that's the reason I made them because I wanted like a hundred. I wanted to wear them like, you know, run DMC and I wanted to walk down the street and just every, every vibe I got from somebody, I'd be like, Hey, here's a hug, pass it on. You know, yeah. that's the okay, feeling so I got. So I've kind of created an interesting narrative with mine cause I've just got one, right. I should be ordering like lots so I can feel a little bit more liberal with mine. Yeah. But they, you know, at the end of the day, they cost 20 bucks a piece. Um, for a very good reason, um, because they cost, you know, the money to create. Um, and someday I think it would be cool if they were like five bucks a piece or you could buy like a 10 pack and you could pass (laughs) them along. But at the same, same time, I think they're pretty, I I think they're beautiful. I think they're really well done for what they are. And I think Mm -hmm. that makes it slightly harder for people to, I don't know, maybe pass them on. They, they feel like a little bit precious about it. And also when it's just one or, you know, and of course we have our relation, you know, we know each other and it's an important project to me. And, but I'm finding this, um, other places as well, where, um, where people get them and they'll they'll hold on to them. Um, especially my daughter, she has hug, hug, hashtag H U G zero zero one. So I told her she can hold on to it forever. Um, and, uh, if she ever wants to give it away. That's totally her choice, and she should. Um, I have hug zero zero three. My son has number two, and then and um, yeah, so it's pretty pretty cool and pretty precious. And I will give mine away when when the right time is, because on the back of it it says follow this hug at passthehug.com. and then at the bottom it says when you're ready, pass it on. And yeah. I added the when you're ready, and that was really I meant that you know because I wanted to give people time to really hold on to it and not feel pressured that this is a hot potato although at one point I called it like the hot potato of kindness but anyways I can get pretty (laughs) pretty dorky with the marketing I didn't actually put that out by the way um but yeah so what I'm seeing is on the website you'll see some stories that have gone up and the website's not perfect yet that still needs a lot of development and time but we are getting it close to you'll be able to put the hug pendant number in there, the hashtag, and then a story and hit enter. You could put a photo as well, and then you'll be able to hit enter. And then it pops up as a blog post pretty much automatically. Oh, cool. Um, And then that blog post can be shared on social media or whatever. Um, But some of the stories that are coming through that are really beautiful. And um, yeah, like I sold one to a friend who, who, who didn't really get it. He says, ah, I just had it. And he goes, he goes, but as soon as I recognized that um, one of our, our mutual friends needed it, and he says, as soon as I, I saw that, that he needed it, he's like, I totally knew what to do with it. He said, it was, it was the right time to pass it on. And, mm. um, and yeah, so when he gave it um, to our friend, 
you know, our friend was like blown away. It just meant so much. And he said, you know, and so since it meant so much, he's going to be waiting for a period in time when it's so, so important for him to give it on. So I feel like this is going in the right direction, in a direction I didn't expect. Um, And then like another example was I was in Whanganui um, just taking some time for myself. And there was this amazing musician named Cole playing on the side of the street. And he blew me away. And I was just like, I'm riding my bike and he's singing. And I'm just like, oh, man, I couldn't, couldn't believe his voice. But I kept on going because I'm on my bike. But then I came back around full circle and I came back and he was still amazing. still touched my soul. So I pulled my bike over and I said, listen, I don't have any money, dude. I said, but I'll make a video for you. You know, I'll throw it up on TikTok. And, uh, and I'm thinking of what I could do for this guy. And then I realized I've got a bag full of these hugs, uh, these hug pendants, um, and that I've been sanding because, you know, they just need a little bit of work, doing a little handwork to them. And I was like, that's better than money. And I, and so I, I, I gave him one and it was so profound for him. He went on the website, wrote a beautiful story, obviously told his family, I got emails from his auntie and, you know, asking questions. How do I share it on social media? How do, why isn't the website working? You know, and um, it was like, great, this is awesome. So, um, yeah. and yeah, important to note that these are hug pendants, that they're, they're, they're second best. They're not hugs. Um, a lot of people are, you know, they'll, they're getting called hugs and, um, but they are, there are something that just represents um, us sharing out some love. And what better way? A hug is amazing. I always say I was raised on love and hugs and that was it. Um, Oh yeah. Because food was optional. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, mom, but you're cooking. You know that, you know, we talked about that. So it's all good. Not that he was a cookie. My mom didn't really cook, but she raises on love and hugs. You know, food, you, you had food. There was food there. It was, yeah. it was edible food. I love you, mom. Hey, there's, you know there's my mom's the most amazing. My mom's the most amazing advocate um, for this, and she just told me the other day. She's like, "You need to send me more now," mm. and um, she's already, yeah, I think, given away six of them. So um, she's amazing, and she is like the perfect, um, perfect love. I, I can't describe her any better than just love and like just there. She's just in everyone she she meets, everyone she touches is just just knows it and feels it. So I love you, mom. Okay. God, can... I hope my kid talks about me like that one day. Don't we all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We get, we, you know, parenting's a whole nother subject, but I think, you right? know, just, just knowing that we want, you know, kids to have love in their lives. That's cool. And, and this is another thing, doing a project, like when we do projects as adults, and if we have children, do you, do you, you know, do you want to share those with your children? Um, do you, are your children involved? Does it make you proud? Um, I'm really super, when I think about that, I am proud of this hug pendant thing because I pushed and I, it hurt and it was not, it wasn't fun, but I pushed it through. I mean, things should be fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I pushed hard to, to make it happen. And in the end, my kids will grow up knowing that their dad used to grow organic wheatgrass a long, long time ago. We have photos to prove it and had a business that did that. And then their dad made a hug pendant. I mean, it just like, that's so cool to me that like I can be a man, that I can um, live in a world 
and share love and kindness openly and not, you know, and just be myself. I want my kids to be myself. I don't want them to be afraid of what people think. And this is just one thing that I can do for my kids to show them, hey, this is what your dad's doing. He's not afraid. You go attack the world and, you know, be be yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Brave, creative, vibrantly passionate parents. That's that's all they need, eh? I think so. And I mean it's you know, a it's a pillar. It's a pillar. Um gosh, Keith. Uh, and it's so beautiful thing, to I mean, hear you talk yeah. about it. <laughs> no, so I've really enjoyed it and it has been a challenge because I have other passions and by doing this one thing, by making this choice, and I like to lot think slot things into years. Um mm-hmm. in twenty uh I'm losing track of them now, but I started this a few years ago where I started to set goals and I yeah. started to achieve them. And my first goal was I, I made 52 videos um, for for the online world because I was trying to practice consistency because being dyslexic mm-hmm. or just being me, forget about a, a label, just being who I am, con- consistency is hard. Mm-hmm. And second guessing myself and things like that. Mm-hmm. Total creative, you know, chase or whatever. But yeah. I did it. 52 videos. I made them and published them online. And I I ended up working uh, with a radio show and I ended up starting my own podcast because I was having so much fun. And I did that and it was a goal and I I completed it. And I remember calling and telling you that I got on this radio show and you were so, so excited for me. It totally, totally lit me up. And that year happened. The goal was achieved, totally blown away. And then I decided, okay, I need to set the next goal. And the next goal next year was this this hug pendant, which wasn't videos online talking about morning mindset, which was the little episodes that I was doing. The morning yeah. mindset and inspiration now were the two shows. Which are phenomenal, by the way, and can thank be found you. in a multitude of ways. I'm going to put in some links when I post this. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you have the right ones. And, um, and the, you know, the, I feel bad that I can't do all of that all the time. I wish I could, you know, do morning mindsets every day and inspiration now once a week. But that took a lot of time and uh, out of that year. And I and I, I have a full time job. I have two kids and a family, my wife, and house. To, you know, just all that normal life stuff. And this yeah. become you know the five a.m. life. You know, when when do you do things? Five a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the hug pendant was hard, and it was a challenging year for other reasons. So five a.m. didn't happen every day. Um, but I still wanted to make it happen. Um, but what I did miss was getting in front of people and sharing and talking and sharing ideas about um, just how I how I enjoy being and little hacks that I think we can do, mental hacks, getting us through mm-hmm. the day. Um, you know, our mental well-being is so important and how we think and how we talk and how we love ourselves is is paramount. You know, we we it, it's a it's a must. Yes, self love yeah. is boom. I mean, that's where I've dug down my to. Language. Like, dig, 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 dig. Self love. That's it. Like yes. get there, and it sounds weird for some people, but um, if we can love ourselves, we can definitely love other people, and we can definitely make things happen, and we can definitely be a much happier beings in this world, and and get to the other things which are are fun, like our you know self love is great and all, but achieving like being ourselves and living our passions, that's pretty awesome shit. And unless we can love ourselves, it's, it, it can be quite hard to, to live out passions. 
and live out our dreams and, and goals mm-hmm. and things. And so, mm-hmm. um, so that was this, this, what made this hug pendant hard was that I wasn't getting in front of a camera each week and that I didn't have accountability from someone like a radio host waiting for me to get there. That so worked for me. Um, you know, Brian Vickery was waiting for me at the studio at 7am on Tuesday mornings, waiting for me to go in and record this thing. And that helped me so much because I was like, yeah. okay, Brian's there, I'm there. And I totally loved it. I used to wake up at 4am on those days because I was so excited to get to share the mindset for that day, whatever it was. No, I get that. You and, know, if you're if you're a relational being, if yeah. part of your um, sense of self is your service to others, then that's going to be a major driver for you to sh- keep showing up. So I I get that. And I didn't have it with this. I I was lost with the pendant because I was like, who am I showing up for? I'm showing up for somebody in a year, and hopefully, so it was a different shift. And I mm. felt the accountability thing was missing for me that. Um, I was accountable, trying to be accountable to myself, and that was really hard. And I guess that's important. But um, one of my coaches, uh, Tracy Abel, she said to me, "If that's all you need is a little bit, if you need somebody waiting there, if accountability to someone else, it's like, is that really that important? Is that is that a big thing? Why do you have to be accountable to yourself? You know?" And um, I was like, "Oh, you're right. It, she is. She is right." And what a shift! Like, yeah. So gosh. you know we don't need to be accountable to ourselves in order to do something. You know, if we can set it our, yeah. if that's how, if that's how we roll, if that's what keeps us motivated, then, you know, making that thing happen. And do I have that right now? Not exactly. I'm still kind of in this floating space, but I'm much happier knowing what's actually going on. And also just last night I had a shift with this project where I'm still doing the typical Keith Delmar, which is like get in front of the camera, make a TikTok video, trying to, promote this project right and Mm -hmm. i actually don't want to do that and that's why i haven't been doing it i haven't made a lot of i haven't i've made just a handful of videos promoting this thing and the reason being is that actually deep inside i found out last night that i don't want to do that that i want it just to stand on its i want i want beautiful photos of it i want people photos of people giving each other beautiful warm hugs and i want to I'll talk about it. You know, I'll do the voiceover. I'm, you know, technical. I like doing this kind of stuff. I'll get other people to help me do some voiceover stuff and make some ads and Kickstarter videos and whatever we're going to have to do to get this over the line. But I realized that although it's fun to tell the story and I'll be able to do that on podcasts and things, it's not going to be my main marketing method uh, for this project. And yeah. It drives me nuts being a marketer, having to think about marketing and talk about yeah. it in relation to something so beautiful. Um, but well, hey, it that's, sounds like that's a, where we're at. So, no, it sounds like a good pairing. It sounds like what you are doing in the in your other realms are are marrying up really well. Yeah, definitely, the skill set is handy um, to be technical and have some marketing knowledge and stuff. But try marketing yourself is always the the classic, you know, it's a chair maker without a chair um, scenario sometimes for myself. But I'm hoping <laughs> to, you know, surpass that and take inspiration from others, you know, and get, get inspired and make some things happen. But also for what's next, I really, I'm really excited about what's coming and I'm still trying to navigate that. Um, yeah. So that's probably well, I'll, I'll be eager to find out that, but I'm um, happy patiently waiting for that because I think it's it's all about letting that momentum flow. And it sounds like the flow has been very much on your side on this one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's feeling good. And I'm just 
now pacing myself. Yeah. Going, yep. So still alive. I'm alive today. Can do the work today. So for tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I'm aiming for at least 110 oh, cool. age wise. Yeah, that's my goal. I like that. Yeah. 110 yep. at least. Maybe 110. I think I reckon you whole could. Hog. Yeah. With the amount of wheatgrass under your belt, I reckon you could do it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, Kate, a little yes. little pivot. Um, I have a thing that I want to do for all my interviews where I ask a few simple sounding questions, but I'm sure the answers will make me think about it long after we finish. Uh, are you ready for a little lightning round? I'm ready. Questions? Lightning round. Cool. <laughs> um, so, for question one. Given the option to travel to other solar systems to explore terrestrial existences, extraterrestrial existences, or the ability of flight here on Earth, what would you choose? Ooh, good one. Oh, that's, that's challenging. Because as a kid, we used to go on car trips, and I would always fly outside the car. I was always flying about, you know, 300 meters away from the car, up in the trees, flying. I'd probably just go default to flying because on this planet because it's pretty beautiful. Um, I'm already feeling like, you know, it's like extraterrestrials, different solar systems. It's so beautiful. And we have it in us. That's what I was woke mm -hmm. up this morning thinking about was just like, can we turn the telescope microscopes on us? And if you mm -hmm. want to see some beautiful solar systems, what's going on inside of our consciousness? You know, what's going mm -hmm. on in us? I mean, there's a whole, whole bunch of layers to that. But um, yeah, I think I just fly totally. Mm. Good question. <laughs> okay. Good. Good answer. Um, my mom told me about a recent piece in Discovery Magazine that stated, learning another language makes you a better person. Do you have a word in any other language that has deep resonance or import for you? Duh. <laughs> It's very good. I said yes in Russian. Uh, I learned Russian, some a lot of Russian words in my 20s um, when I was living with a beautiful family that I spent a lot of my life with, um, 10 years. And um, let's see, what would word, which word in another language? There's lots of words. Pajalista, um, um, which is please. Oh, you'd um, think I would remember that. My best friend was yeah. Russian. Um and I guess, yeah, loshka, koshka, i kartoshka means, uh, Ooh. yeah, uh, what is it? Um, what is it? Uh, am I <laughs> spoon, cat, <laughs> potato? <laughs> Just happened to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah, anyways, no, I, I, I really enjoyed, um, having another language in my life because being a kid growing up, um, in America, and they told me, I, I had a learning to say disability and I wasn't going to be able to learn another language. So they, they said, Oh, you don't need to learn French or Spanish. We'll just put oh you in this special God. classroom. So yeah, later on when I was in university, I, to be said, I totally flunked Russian at university, but that's oh, no. because I was, I was busy doing other things and I wasn't actually right. doing my studies, but they did right. teach how to actually have a, like a, um, a very good accent. So I have a oh, really good yeah. Russian accent and that's because they taught me how to where to put my tongue in the back of my teeth and the, 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 not in the back of your teeth actually that's how Americans talk because they put the tongue in the back of the teeth no mm -hmm. I'm, I'm American I can say that um 
but the Russians always speak with the tongue at the top of the roof of their mouth. <laughs> it's just a thing, and they can't pronounce T. So my name is Keet, which is big cat. Uh, or no, big, excuse me, not big cat, a big fish. It's a whale. Oh, Keet. cute. Um, um, so, um, yeah, you can't do a TH in Russian. Uh, oh, yeah, my name was always Luda. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I think that answers your question. Um, it does. What other words? Um you know, красивая, beautiful, um, yeah, these kind of things. Yeah, there's so many beautiful words. It just everything is beautiful, it, like in other languages. Sometimes, I mean, po language mm -hmm. is poetry, like dosh, um, yes, you know, like rain, and then красивая, um, like when you break the word down, ra, sun. You know, there is all the parts of the word actually are a sentence to make up the word, and I think a lot of this was is lost um um in language we don't know what how words are built but when language was built like in the cyrillic language in russian um there are um like kharoshaya uh, kharoshaya like there there there's parts of that word um you know bringing in sun bringing in love you know like all of these things build this word up so anyways languages are cool i'd like to learn more someday but i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and learn Russian properly for your listeners that do speak Russian are going to call me out on a bunch of shit that's all good I'm a good boy I'm a good boy and also just one note is that my dog understood Russian because it was a oh my gosh. dog and so I can speak dog Russian perfectly so come here dog Sit, sit down, eat your food. Come here. Yeah, so it's, um, I love, I loved my dog. His name was Dabrinya, which meant, mm. Dabrinya was a character in a in a folk tale. Um, and he was a kind giant. And my dog was a kind giant. Beautiful dog. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful Oh my dog. gosh. So much is like eliciting, um, coming up for me when you're, when you're, when you're speaking that way. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Fun, you know, I'm, a, you know, one of those kind of people that just loves to talk, you know. That's oh, it. Yeah. Just keep on going. I might know a thing or two about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, look, as we approach the end of this episode, mm -hmm. I thought that I would just um, close us off by taking a moment to voice some gratitude. Gratitude to the guides and inspirational elements that support us. Um, thank you to this blue and green earth that supports my life and yours. And the flora and fauna that create equilibrium and beauty. We're so lucky to behold. Thank you to the ancestors that dwell within these bones and in the veil which often overlaps and whispers in our ears. Thank you to the people in my life, the network of support and unconditional love in which I rest. Thank you to Bjorn for engineering, producing, and supporting the packaging up of this delicious experiment. Thank you, Keith, for joining me on the, on the very first voyage. And thank you, dear listener, for your time and for choosing to engage and play with us. Kakite anoaho iakwe. Thank you.